Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Budschester. Today we are talking to Margaret Peru, and we're talking about her book, My African Restaurant Adventure, Branding Afro Flavor. And I love it. Good morning, Margaret. Thank you so much for being on with me today. Hi. I'm so glad that you are here. Now, I love the title of your book because it tells us exactly what we're going to talk about. That is African food, the restaurant lifestyle, and how, and a little bit about the branding as well. Now, for many people, they have never been introduced or um, African food is not available in their area. Why did you decide to go um, in the route of, African cuisine? Well, in a way, I believe there's a gap, a very big gap in the market in the sense that not much is known about African food, even though it's been around for God knows centuries, decades. Um, And then the obvious um, competition, competition, Competition from the main brand, which is like the main, the main brand, the mainstream, like KFC, Continental, um, Oriental food. Many people talk about. Many people have known, have eaten, and then very little is known about African food. So I feel, in a way, and I am still feeling that we we should explore other culinaries from other continents, and and basically that's the reason why I read the book. To create an awareness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, everyone has heard that um, having a restaurant could be quite difficult. Um, I think most people want a restaurant. They think that it is, you know, beautiful, it's luxurious, it's glamorous. It's all of those things. But then you hear that restaurants is um, kind of tough if you're not a, a strong person. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the behind-the-scenes part of being in the restaurant business? Well, there's a lot going on behind the scene as opposed to what you see um, on the forefront. Um, branding entails a lot. Branding entails um, um, taking a different um, direction, directives on how the food is viewed and how the food is presented and how the food is actually consumed by the consumers, so to speak. So you really need to protect the certain image where this is where social media comes into play. Social media comes into a crucial role in branding the food in order to create a bigger awareness beyond what is actually presented on the table. You know, the dining style and the dining um, ways of presenting the food is completely different. I mean, going back to traditional ways of presenting food, just putting food on the table to eat. But restaurant business is totally different in the sense that you have to brand it, create an awareness, global awareness. There's a lot of play behind the whole food, foodie business of cooking and then presenting and then making it just which people who just walk through the door and then come to your restaurant, create a lot of, make it lively, interesting. The branding is totally, totally So that's why I try to make a suggestion. I don't suggest it, make a suggestion in the sense that I hope people will realize that 
there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot that needs to go into it in order to create that global give give it a bigger picture than what we're used to. Mhm, mhm. I love how you said that um, it's more than just putting the food on the plate, that it's not like, you know, home service where you're just like, here you go, and mm-hmm. and, and that's it. So I, I, I love that. Now, did you have a particular motivation behind writing the book? Was there a particular thing that happened, or did you just realize, you know, I have all of this information. I need to share this with the world because they need to know. Was there a particular motivation behind writing the book? If I'm honest, yes, there's, um, the main motivation was um, lack of um, proper service, not always the professional service beyond putting food on the table. And most of it, I'm a foodie. I eat out a lot. I was actually brought up in a home where, right from a very young age, my parents introduced us to restaurant food. Not because they had restaurants. never had restaurants. Just that I had the opportunity of... Um, being brought up in the home where we are so a lot of uh-huh. people saying their restaurant was part of it. So I grew up very, very curious and then with a very wide with eyes wide open and very, very inquisitive as well. So one thing that actually means from restaurants in general is that I can fast forward is the service. The first service. African restaurant, which is something I've written about. So the service were very, very poor. And it's still very poor. I'm not going to sit here and present. The service is very poor. I've been writing about it. I've been talking about it. I've, 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 I've done a lot in order to create awareness, in order for them to, you know, change the way, change that habit, that poor habit, you know, poor service, which is a very poor habit, present consent, in order to really showcase our food and give it the Exposure is actually disaster. Now, for someone who is new to the restaurant business versus someone who has been in business, let's say, seven to ten years, is your book appropriate for the beginner, for the one, the one who's been doing it for quite some time, or it doesn't matter what stage of your restaurant life you're in, pick up a copy of the book. Yeah, they need to read the book. They need to read it from the beginning, right from first chapter to the end. There's no need picking and then picking chapters for different chapters. They have to focus on the whole book in order to get a grasp of exactly where I'm coming from. Um, another thing uh, also which I found that hasn't been mentioned in most um, write-up that I've actually came across is the reason why um, there's um, setback in Head Start, Head Start in sense that um, people starting business are having all sorts of problems, usually um, capital to start up, which banks don't really um, businesses. And it's still the case. It's still rampant because both banks are not really giving them the necessary support. But aside from that, they need to start from the basic. They need to understand. They need to be trained. Training is very, very important. It plays a very crucial role in running a food business. I mean, like I said, and it's not just about putting the food on the table. There's a lot that, that needs to go into behind the scenes. 
So training, having a trained staff and a regular um, update of what is going on, taking advantage of social media, and then uh, uh, really presenting a good food, a food that tastes very well, involved with food festival, use social media as well. I've mentioned that several times, very, very vital in this age. Where uh, the new generation, the millennials, those are the ones they already cook. <laughs> they already they have disposable income. They can't cook or they choose not to cook. They have much time, you know, to play around and explore find good food. They are the ones restaurants should target to walk through their doors. Hence, why I urge restaurant owners, especially African restaurants, to entice them, make adjustments with African cuisine to reflect on their lifestyle, diversity, healthy choices, vegetarians, vegans. They are the food, they, they are all other food festivals, sampling different continental oriental and would really wish for African cuisine to get tasted as well. I mean, generously, these foods are spread with different tastes, different taste options, Food business is getting wider market, more option, highly competitive, global test, low calorie yeah. meals, social media, low calorie meals, social media, whole food without additive, preservative. They, they, they even want to know how yeah. food is sourced. That translates Absolutely. in food labeling. Being Absolutely. able to identify ingredients in break. the food. We need to take a very short break. We'll be back right after this. It is time to step out and do what God has told you or called you to do. He said all things are possible to them that believe. Faith without works is dead. It is time to get up and it is time to start moving. There is ministry. There are entrepreneurs. There are writers that are listening in. Whatever the vision is, whatever the dream is, You were made for greatness. You got to get out of the box. Catch up on the past episodes of Bridging the Gap podcast. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google, and more. And don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 7 p.m. for the latest episode with your host, yours truly, Sean Laurie Moore. Join our encouragement community at www.sheroyalministries.com. Being with Infants by Montessori teacher trainer and world-renowned child specialist Beverly Kovach is finally on DVD and digital download. The long-awaited 3D disc set is essential for any new parent, grandparent, or infant caregiver wanting respectful relationships with infants in their care. Being with Infants is broken down into 20 easy-to-digest video lessons, complete with demonstrations. Everything from diapering, feeding, the proper way of picking up infants, sleep, crying, environment, play, weaning, and much more are covered. Being with Infants is available on DVD and digital download at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Order today and be sure to follow Being with Infants on Facebook for free bonus content. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Tester. 
Um, Margaret, before I let you go, I would love for you, if you could please, can you remind everyone, what is the title of your book, where can we get a copy, and how do we stay in contact with you? The title of my book is Ask My African Restaurant Adventure Branding Afro Flavor by myself, Akun Margaret Kalu. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and major food bookshops across the globe. All righty then. Thank you again, Margaret, for being on the show with us today. Oh, thank you for having and me. Listener, Listeners, you know that I am now coming to one of my favorite parts of the show, and that is giving our international shout-out to recognize our listeners. We know that our show would not be a success without you. Our top, our top stream this particular week is the United States coming in at number one. Number two is the Philippines. Thanks, Philippines. Number three is Australia. Number four is Canada. Thank you, Canada. Number five is the United Kingdom. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening and making our show international. That doesn't mean that you're not important if we didn't call you out, such as South Africa or Nambia, Nigeria, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Brazil, Peru, Russia, uh, Germany, Spain, Norway, Sweden. Thank you, guys, for being our team members. Thank you for sharing the word about modern living with Dr. Angela. Well, until next time, may you have great mental health, but may you remember to do it via a good book. Until next time, everyone, have a great day. Bye-bye.